0: The Nonprofit Voice is a premier radio program featuring nonprofits on Long Island every Saturday morning. We have learned about, been inspired by, and celebrated hundreds of nonprofits in our community. The Nonprofit Voice is produced by Marketing Works, the only full service marketing and public relations firm that works almost exclusively with nonprofit agencies. We pride ourselves on our reputation in creating strategic marketing and public relations campaigns, successful virtual, hybrid, and live events, as well as powerful social media and digital campaigns. As the leaders in nonprofit marketing, no other agency understands the industry as we do, and we are committed to the success of each and every one of our clients. Marketing Works hopes you enjoy this week's featured nonprofit. Good morning, this is Ron Gold from Marketing Works. The name of the show is The Nonprofit Voice, and we don't actually have a nonprofit on, but we have someone from Park Strategies, and they're a lobbying firm for nonprofits. And Mike Lepetri, he's got a. Is it Lepetri? Lepetri, Lepetri, Lepetri,
1: Lepetri. Le it means the stones in Italian. got the go. stones. He's
0: got the stones. He's there, <laughs> looking at you. You're younger than my kids, which makes me feel really
1: old. Listen, don't make me feel like a baby either. All right, there's a nice balance in there. You definitely have. Thirty-three years old is a good is a good medium spot. Your enthusiasm is overwhelming. How do you like that? I, I There you go. That's the way to say it in a positive way, right? Of course. Got I'm those energy and vibrancy that makes all your listeners just pumped.
0: Well, I'm a public relations guy, so my words are going to matter. Your words always matter, Ron. That's why you got these <laughs> listeners. They love you. There you go. So tell me about how you got into politics. I mean, you were the... Uh, on the 9th district, you were a, for, you're a former New York State assemblyman, it's very impressive.
1: Thank you, I appreciate that, it was exciting. I mean, for me, my background came from my mom. My mom was a, it was a nurse, she just retired a couple of years ago. My dad worked for a utility company, PSCG, National Grid. And for me, it always came down to just wanting to make a difference, wanting to make an impact. I saw how hard they worked on Long Island to provide for uh, life for my, my sister, myself. And it was inspiring, it was. but it was also the same token is recognizing how government laws, regulations affect our daily way of life. And everything, the the actions and decisions of government affects uh, the people and how they just go about their lives. So for me, I looked at is I wanted to step in to make a life that's gonna be better not only for my parents, but for my community, for Long Island, for New York State. And I had the opportunity to uh, uh, built up after years, uh, I had the opportunity to run for New York State Assembly, and I just rocked. But how did it, it get to that? I mean, were you part of the Young Republicans? No, I was actually. I was. A, I'm, I'm an attorney, so I came out of. So you were attorney first. Uh, yeah, I was an attorney first. I graduated law school and immediately got involved with helping out various different elected officials, just nonstop, whether it be village, town, county, state federal, you name it, I was out there helping because it was a matter of helping those that wish to espouse the same values as me, I wanted to make sure that those people were in office as well and learning from them and seeing how campaigns were run, seeing how government was done, and really seeing, it, witnessing it firsthand before I could really step into those shoes myself. And I just went balls to the wall, just gung-ho, zero to a 100 miles an hour, and just helping as many people as I could, being involved in the community, learning, ingratiating myself with the people so that understanding what, what they want, who they are, and, and giving back myself. Because something I, I always, I never liked is that I never liked government officials that just stepped in into government and never was involved in their communities. Because it's always about giving back. It's always about contributing in a way that it doesn't matter about the applause or the recognition or anything. It's, it's about you it, whether or not you have a good heart. And are you to step in to actually influence your districts, influence your communities in a great positive way? So you were up for Peter King's
0: seat, right? Is that the seat? You no, that was
1: you? the assembly. I was in the assembly seat. Oh, the and assembly And then thereafter seat. was a congressional seat. Um, that was King retired. That was separate. That was after I was an assemblyman. I ran in a uh, primary in Congress. Um, but now we have a, a great representative, um, P. King C. Andrew Garbarino's killing it, and he's doing great he is, in yeah. that in that spot. So I've been seeing him uh, dominate over these past uh, coming years. So I'm really happy to see so him. So you lost blow. to him. So I lost to Andrew. Oh yep. my he, god! But what about the the one
0: you won? Which seat? That was, was that? the assembly seat. And who had it before you?
1: That was me. Uh, that was Christine Pellegrino. Okay, so. That was a former Demo- that was a democrat and then it flipped i flipped it to republican you did yes
0: and who put you in there who vetted you to come in
1: that was the uh that was the party that was uh through the, the nassau gop i uh i who was went, running it then that was joe mondello and then changed to uh, yeah, chairman mondello. chairman cairo so it was like a hybrid oh yeah so it was mondello to cairo uh both of them were i mean cairo's killing it he's doing great in nassau i love seeing him just uh Blossom where it's just he took the role and just dominated ever since. And it's been awesome oh. to see Chairman Cairo. Who was there before Mandela? Because he was Mr.
0: Margiata. There you go. Margiata. That was a name that'll never go away yeah, in it, this area. It
1: went Margiata, Mandela, and then it went uh, Cairo. So it, it was, uh, but Cairo has been, I mean, really dominating. He's, I mean, you saw just this past election. I mean, 21, huh. 22, 23 oh, yeah. has been a, a tic tac toe. You name it, he just, uh, he got it. So, and now we're seeing Nassau County just bleeds red. But, you know, when you
0: talk about Park Strategies and you've got the D'Amato's, that
1: was coming
0: from the Margiata years.
1: That was the Margiata years. Park Strategies, uh, top tier, top 10 in New York State lobbying firm representing Long Island, New York City, and New York State. Uh, We have offices located in Uniondale, Albany, and in New York City right on Park Ave. And that was founded by former United States Senator Alphonse D'Amato so it's now uh, run and managed by his son Christopher Cristomato who's aces and we've been uh, representing various businesses and nonprofits specifically to help them prosper help them uh cut through the red tape and really showcase their abilities to give back and help the community
0: well let's go back again to the uh to you getting the first position there you ran that was your first uh Congressional seat, right? Uh, assembly, assembly, assembly seat. seat. Yep,
1: that was my first first run. So when uh, and you were one for one, I was then. one for one then. I was good. I was good. So it was uh, it was great. I mean, I knocked on twenty thousand doors to talk to the residents. I was nonstop every day, every night. Oh, I would my say God. seven days a week. I was uh, talking to people, whether it be Republican, Independent, Democrat, and I was saying, this is my voice, this is my mentality, this is my views, my values. I wanted to make sure we had a rip-roaring economy, excellent schools, and safe communities. And it worked. And, well, I mean, I looked at it as a common-sense platform. It's not about Republican or Democrat or Independent. It was about what are the best issues that are going to help and make a difference to your community, to help the people. And that platform, for me, was uh, aces, because that's how I looked at it, is doing what's right. So that's my motto in my life. do what's right, not easy did you you didn't age out obviously, and you didn't term out? No, no, what ended up happening is when i when I chose to run in a primary, you had to give up your seat for the assembly oh, so that's why so you had to you had to vacate my seat for the assembly to take a shot and run do so, you Do you still have a bug for it i mean listen it's always about making a difference it's always about invo- inf- influencing and 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 helping people i mean I think my greatest Accomplishments is recognizing how I can help people in in such a small way or such a large way. So whether it be changing laws or pressuring the governor to help help veterans or gold star families or helping standing up for law enforcement or making sure that our kids are safe when they go on trains and train stations so that they don't have to worry about criminals who are, may approach them or uh, was this Flanagan years. no I was after I was after Flanagan you were after so I was after Flanagan and then uh, in the assembly side he was on the senate side state senate so and then it's just been I mean from there New York state has really uh, changed but Long Island has really gone the right direction frankly I mean I'm really happy to see how Nassau and then specifically Suffolk County shout out Ed Romaine great job buddy i love uh, ed romaine ed Romain crushed it and it was awesome to see him take back the county county legislature kevin mccaffrey presiding officer dominated that guy got a super majority now wow and then you have chairman jesse garcia who's just been doing doing wonders he, you know when I,
0: when i ran walk i was a general manager of walk it was garcia's father oh no way yeah He he was the one who started that whole thing, and he was amazing. I love it. He was there. I was in an event last night, and he was there because Phil Boyle uh, was being honored. Oh yeah, for AHRC. Oh yeah, in Suffolk County, and Phil was there. And Phil's got that legacy. I love it. I love Phil too because he also came when I was at Walk. He was running, he was an aide for someone. I forgot who it was. Maybe it was Lazio.
1: Oh, yeah, yes, it was Rick Lazio. Yeah. That's right.
0: That's how I got to know him. Man, that was a name from the 90s, right? 90s, Yeah, zero, that's, when I, yeah that's when I was at walk and B103. I was running both stations, one right after the other. And politics was very big. And these guys that were aides at that time are now running it. You know, and it's so cool to see that. Yeah, it shows you how the farm team now came to play in the majors. Just like Jesse Garcia, he was there last night, and I was gonna go up to him, and he was in and out in like five minutes. That's he probably has five events. Yeah,
1: that guy's the workhorse in Suffolk County. I mean, yeah. he really knows how to just grow it, and he's doing the right thing. His father was great. His father had, they they owned a coffee shop in Patchogue. Oh wow!
0: And that's where they did all their business. Do they still
1: own that coffee shop?
0: I don't know, yeah, dude. <laughs> that's, like, that's like Malkmus. And um, he was head of the Republican Party or something also. And uh, was it? was uh Port Jefferson, I think it was. And he was tied in with McNamara. Remember that name? McNamara. I do. Uh, McNamara owned the car dealerships.
1: But I'm not as familiar as that name as the others.
0: Yeah. He owned the car dealerships. That was, I don't know. what. Well, anyway, so let's talk about
1: Santos. Oh, <laughs> uh, unbelievable. I mean, I can't believe that i mean yesterday seeing how that expulsion I means sixth person in history can you believe that and the first three were expelled because they were traitors they were with the confederacy i know i know <laughs> so he's one he's like one of three really i mean it's it's in it's insane how that happened but usually i mean listen someone that lies about their entire life would have shame and would resign before that even comes to roost and then you have the ethics committee that uh, released the damning report that exposed through uh, diligence and investigations of of what was what was done, and least for at least through the ethics process, they've deemed that that it was uh, worthy enough to expel. And you you look at that, and you're saying, I mean, how can you not, right? I mean, now he'll have his due process in court, and he will go through. Con- but you know, in their and their eyes, in the House of representatives, they were saying that he had his due process, he had the right to discuss and confront the investigations. And now the question is, uh, the question was, where do we go from here? And the chair decided we're gonna expel him. So, and that was a a historic moment that happened yesterday. Yeah, but the speaker in the last few
0: minutes said, no, we shouldn't do it because we'd be setting a precedent.
1: The precedent issue, right. And I mean, it came down to it was, That's what his viewpoint was. He told the members to vote their conscience. That's how they voted. And And, it was more than two thirds. Oh, yeah. It was like three, three eleven. Yeah. Something like that. So it's more
0: like uh, 75, 25.
1: Yeah, it was it was a blowout. I mean, and that's what people are looking at because at the same time, do you want to set the precedent of having liars get into positions? But think about all
0: the people that are in that district that he was running.
1: Yeah. They couldn't, they were like
0: they didn't have anybody running for them. I they mean, nobody no, they had no representation no which representation. is so sad cuz that was yeah. one of the things
1: when I was a state legislator is all about representing the people and making sure you're the greatest advocate for them, being a zealous advocate on their behalf, speaking out and making sure you're also delivering on for them what their needs are and conveying those needs to leadership, conveying those needs to the, the house of representatives. I mean my case was the state state legislature. I mean that's it was a, it was a overall it was, it was really a sad to watch how that transpired and materialized. In the I last 11 see, did Did you
0: watch it on TV today?
1: Uh, the, the vote. In yeah, everything. the vote. The vote was the vote was crazy. And yeah. he was there. I saw. Yeah, he was there in the middle, just watching. Shook some hands with people, and then he uh, left. Well, he's he he tied he in
0: with Gates, and he's trying that whole route. And it was nothing works for him. I, I just don't understand how somebody like that was vetted, if he was vetted at all. And then ran for office or
1: did they feel that that was uh, a seat that wasn't going to matter it's a it's it was this the whole situation if you look at it fully it was a seat that was before it was gerrymandered it was totally like in like 80 90 percent democrat it was crazy so in that sense there was some discussions about who to run and that ultimately was came how it came down but you know that seat then changed into a Republican toss-up seat that was able to uh, go his way in that direction and luckily he had Lee Zeldin who killed it on the island. Unbelievable. I mean, Lee Zeldin was running for governor which was amazing to see how he really took uh, the reins and uh, led with uh, leadership and spoke about advocating on behalf of, especially now, with what you're seeing, but he was really speaking a uh, and defending Jewish culture, and you're seeing a lot of anti-Semitism now. And he was somebody that stood up uh, and made sure that wasn't going to be tolerated. And that resonated in the CD3 as as it should among other cultures. I mean, you have the you have a huge Italian community, of a huge a Jewish community, of a huge uh, Irish community in those areas, uh, among others. So it's going to be very interesting to see uh, the developments now. I mean, now you're going to see the governor's going to make make a decision of when. The uh, election will be held, which will probably be late February. February twentieth, February twenty seventh. One of those Tuesdays. It's going to be special election, 80 days. It's going to be a sprint for the successor, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be one to watch, to say the least. Well, who do you predict is going to be running? They they're saying on the Democrat side, uh, it's going to be looking at Tom Swazi of and course, I think, and I think that declaration is going to come out Tuesday i would be
0: surprised if it's anybody else i mean the guy had the seat he he resigned from the seat he wasn't kicked out right he did a good job right he ran
1: for governor and uh primary with uh
0: right and you know he's got a name i mean i would put him up again if i was you know picking it and jacobs doesn't have a too good of a history lately but (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, and that's, it's going to be interesting is seeing how that continues now with uh, I mean, everyone's eyes are going to be on this race and it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a battle. It's going to be a real hustle uh, from the candidates on both sides of the aisle. And once, once those are revealed, then everything is going to take off truly when you're going to see the, okay, the Democrat side's person A, Dem- Republican side's person B and it's uh, it's game time, right? It's it's who's gonna be hustling? Who's gonna be going to the community? Who's gonna be out there talking to people? Who's gonna be raising money? Who's gonna be on social media? Who's gonna, I mean, it's campaigns are crazy. They really are, and. Well, you know, let's go back a little bit because
0: with the Santos situation, McCarthy could've gotten rid of him immediately, mm-hmm. and he didn't because he was so afraid of he needed all the votes right? because it's a razor thin uh, majority, majority right, that they right. have. So um, it got to the point where how many more things could this guy do wrong, you know, whether it's, you know, Botox or whether it's his trips and his stealing money from the people who is taking money from, from the people in his district, you know, that were giving him five dollars or ten dollars at last the last money they had and you know he was keeping it and spending it on his own personal self yeah and it's just gonna get worse it, 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 more
1: I, is gonna come out yeah and that's why with the expulsion you know many Republicans their viewpoints were hey this is representing we don't we don't this doesn't represent us and we don't tolerate lies we don't tolerate deception we don't tolerate tolerate corruption and it's always important Uh, to really make sure that your own house is clean before uh, talking bad about another's. And now you're in the Senate, for example, you have the whole Menendez situation. Oh yeah. Where that same situ that's what's occurring. And what's gonna happen with him now? I wonder if this puts any pressure on the Senate side that it will Senate Democrats make a move on it? Will they- I ha- agree. They have to. Will I mean, they do, Will they conduct an ethics investigation? Well, if so, how detailed? Too. What I happened have? the last time with right. him? And they let him slide, you know? so Works I, both ways. It does. So, but that's the question. So I, I'm very interested to see how that materializes and, and moves forward in the upcoming months uh, or even year leading into election day, not to mention 2024 is going to be- Crazy. <laughs> I know.
0: But Crazy. you know, you go back to what um, that news speaker said. What's his name again? Mike Johnson. Yeah. You know, setting a president. What a stupid thing to say. I'm sorry. I disagree with that one. Yeah. And that, and I, I mean, that, that, that's,
1: I mean, how many things can you do wrong? You're stealing from your own people, you know? Right. And, and, and this is where the question, that's where the, those in opposing it, that's what they were trying to justify by saying, hey, this is, this is us trying to say due process. When in reality, it's like enough is enough. I mean, how I look at it is, that's why, right off the bat, you don't want to ever challenge your veracity. You don't want to ever be lying. You don't want to ever have that. Where I mean, he came in where everyone was saying you have no credibility. You have no right. your character for truthfulness, is is null and void. So at that point, from there on forward, what? How really can we work with you? Are you going to be there? Are you really? Do you, what what you say? Do you actually mean? and, no, he and just think about it. A, he just played the gates right. thing and just telling out with him. I mean think about the all your listeners right now. I mean they're 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 working. They're working hard. They're trying to provide for their families and then they look in the congress and they see this. I mean come on.
0: Mike before we uh, we leave we only have a little bit of time left. Tell me about your podcast.
1: Oh, I have a great show. It's called the Mike LaPetri show. People love it. Video podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, on my social media at Mike LePetri. You can just search it. We have forty something episodes now. We film. I interview all different industry leaders, public figures, experts on various topics affecting Long Islanders. So whether it be talking to Sheriff Errol Toulon, shout out Errol, where he was talking uh, talking about his time in in uh, the mega prison in El Salvador, talking about his time. Uh, or looking watching Rex Huerman, the Gilgo Beach killer you had supervisors on you've had uh, experts on housing you have had experts in real estate experts in flip in home flipping i mean we look at it as talking about environmental issues congressmen are on there Plenty of others uh, to come as well It talks about building, you name it, all on Long Island Garbage is a big issue wow. Win- Winters Brothers did a awesome segment I'm sure, did they about talk gar- about their autism center? And, and their autism center is going to be a next Amazing. one That's going to come on, it's fantastic I love Winters Brothers did a great job though
0: Yeah, what's her name in The uh, the CEO at, at uh, Winters Brothers uh, Autism Center At the autism center, I have to learn They're going to come Christine. on in oh, it, 24 Christine. Yeah, that's what it is Mike, thanks so much for being on. I really enjoyed talking to you. I look forward to seeing you again. This is The Nonprofit Voice, and this is Ron Gold. Thanks, Ron. Anytime.
1: The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.